0: Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilization, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Greetings, salutations, and welcome to ReTrek. I'm Captain Jim. With me, of course, Sir Admiral Elliot. Hi there. And Dr. Squee
1: dragon the d which not not that kind of d like the enterprise hmm. can i just say
2: i'm a bit disappointed actually here squeak i was expecting more tonight like just something well i don't know but just after six o'clock you said that you didn't have time to talk to us about strange new worlds because you were busy getting
1: ready for the show so I was no, no, I said a bit more uh, than just a dragon. You see, the problem is, I said getting ready. You, you read into it. The show. I was getting myself ready for afterwards because I'm bloody hungry and I didn't watch oh, it nine o'clock. Tonight. Now, <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, look, it's not my fault. You added words to the message that weren't there. Although I'm thinking, if this heat continues, I'm going to have to like the, the new version of the dragon suit that I'm working on at the moment does have a headpiece which can separate, which I might need if it gets hotter. <laughs>
0: That's it. You, you don't think about your summer dragons, but yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. As, Elliot's,
1: yeah.
0: as Elliot's alluded to, we have quite a lot
2: of late breaking trek news this week. Can, can I start with a warning to people? Of course. Um, if you, if anyone hasn't noticed, I uh, put a link to the new trailer for Strange New Worlds on our retrek channel for people to watch it. While I was searching YouTube for that, mm. I very really nearly. S- uh, there was three hits for spoilers for episode 10 for people who know what's coming up and all that, on yeah. it. Yeah. So I nearly, I nearly caught spoilers, so I put it there so you don't have to search YouTube and risk seeing spoilers.
1: And and by the way, look, I'm going to, uh, as Jim said, and I, I know Elliot will be the same, before I've watched it, I'm going to avoid the internet en masse, just stick to Messenger. If anyone goes out of their way to spoil it for me, though, I will find you. I will hunt you down. I will kill all your family, anyone mm-hmm. you've ever met. It is that level of event we're going for tomorrow. It is, Star absolutely. I want to the next generation, because let's face it, it is at this stage.
2: After
0: those, Zoe says, oh, no spoilers, glad I haven't watched it.
2: Right. Yeah, There's no spoilers in the trailer I put up. <laughs> That's why I put it up there, so you don't have to search YouTube. No, anything on our page will be
0: spoiler-free, and... Yeah, as soon as we finish this broadcast, I am done with the internet until I've watched Picard.
2: It's like, I don't know know if people have noticed, but we don't put the link to the show advertisement for the show going live until the Tuesday, the day before. We'll leave it as late in the week, because there's obviously spoilers in our thumbnail (laughs) that's taken from the episode. So we we avoid all that as, as long as possible.
1: And let it be said, this is why Admiral Elliot gets paid the big annual bucks, which are non-existent because we're podcasting (laughs) (laughs) Theoretically, it's because he jumps on those grenades of spoilers for you. Oh, he covers them for you. That's it. You don't have
0: to. So, Trek news then. Yesterday, we got an image that came out of Michelle Yeoh, and it said, Academy Award winning Michelle Yeoh returns to the Star Trek universe. And when I first saw it, I was like, this is one of them fan ones that somebody's done. But then I saw, oh no, it's on the actual Paramount, Star Trek website, everything. So, Section 31, the first announced spin-off from Discovery... It's finally arriving after we've had about five other shows in between, but it's a movie, a TV movie or a streaming movie, not a series, which I think is what happens when your leading lady wins an Oscar before you've managed to get the series (laughs) into production.
1: Yeah, she
2: suddenly goes, "I, I can spare you... Two, maybe three months, but you're not getting me through eight months.
1: <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to, to to call this though. I did call this one. I did say that she is such a fan. I think she was still going to do something. Okay, I said that it was going to be serious because we didn't know that the movie was a possibility, but I, I the way she had talked about it previously and the love of Star Trek, I had the feeling that she would go out of her way to do it, even after winning the Oscar, and here we are. I mean, just huge props to Michelle Yeoh for following her heart as opposed to the money. Yeah. I think, I a, I think a
2: movie is a sensible way to go because, like, Section 31 could be quite a negative sort of show mm-hmm. for Star Trek, the nature of what it is, but doing a movie is a standalone, this is a separate story, could work really well, and then if it if it is massively popular and there's more room for another story, you can get Michelle back in a year or two and yeah. more, do you want to do another one of these? Instead or, of tying her up for so, so long.
1: do what they've done. This might be a launch pad in the same way Picard looks to be a launch pad for the next thing with Legacy. Maybe yeah. they build a crew around her and then she kind of sends them off on the way. Yeah, like Absolutely. I was also thi-
2: I was also thinking, like, last we saw her, she was sent back in time by Carl. But we don't know where. But at the moment, like if you're doing a movie, these can be really expensive, these shows. So you suddenly got you've got discovery coming to an end. So Discovery might want to blow up some sets itself, but you've also got that possibility in the Section 31 show. Mm-hmm. You've got you've got this... The, we have to get there, but they've just built some new Great Bridge sets for Picard that you can have it using because she's gone back to the past. You've got str- sets for Strange New World. There. So you've got a lot of things that they can use without having to go into a massive... Build separately in budget. Mm-hmm. Just
1: also to shout out, um, just because I saw online, and I, you know, I, I know I gave them a shout out last week, but I, I have to give some props to the guys behind Riker's beard. Uh, they have some set pieces uh, of the Enterprise Bridge, which apparently got used for the show. So I just like, I, I love it when any fans produce something like that and it gets used in the show. I know what it means to people. Well, you I... know, I've seen some of the, the Daleks which people have made, which are so screen accurate, they've now there been was... on the screen.
2: There was a it's, lot of um, literally trash bin jumping. What the when next generation came to an end, because they literally threw away parts of the set and yeah. fans went out and trash dived the, and got them out of the bins. And just
0: as a a small, uh, I was going to say correction, more of an embellishment, the the Riker's beard set. The producers didn't end up using it; they used it for reference. Yeah. Um, but apparently, when they got it in. They realised that the materials weren't really suitable, and by the time they would have adapted them to get them how they needed them for yeah, it filming, it was cheaper to just good. so. So they ended up using it as yeah, a, fair
1: play. That's oh, it awesome. Be, able to be used as a reference, and yeah, in all to then the thing is to get it to look uh, realistic in real life. It's got to look different from how it would yep, look absolutely. for the screen because it's got to be like the, the way the screen changes tone and stuff like that. And by the way. Just I'm sorry, but whoever Facebook user is, well I had faith in Michelle Yeoh. She's put I was or oh Dave put I'm not I'm not uh, sure, sure who Joe would Facebook get too big to come is. back, so I'm happy. You've got to have faith in Michelle Yo as well. Isn't yeah.
2: It? And it'll be either Emma or Georgie.
1: Well, yeah, but we don't know. That's why I said she, I, I suspect. Oh, it could be, Neil,
2: Neil could it sometimes could sometimes be sometimes. my good friend, Facebook
0: user. They have a really unfortunate name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they look like a silhouette. <laughs> yeah, it,
0: it's uncanny. And then the other big news is one, uh, an hour and a half before we went on, we got the Strange New Worlds trailer. Um, so I've only managed to watch it once. Uh, but there's there's plenty of good stuff in there already, so...
1: I'll start is... by thanking the producers of Star Trek for finally recognising what time we go out and dropping it in That's uh, how, often, so know, it. how
2: often does it go out at, like, 8 o'clock on a Wednesday after we finish <laughs> yeah. the show? Oh, oh, while how we're how out. many times has that happened? <laughs> That's
1: happened many times. But, yeah, I mean, it looks great. Um, I will pick up something which someone else uh, said, our friend Jack uh, said that... And I agree. It's like, yeah, the fact you've got Kirk meeting um, Sung's relative... Yeah. It just doesn't really make sense in the timeline, but nothing well, does with Spock really at this stage. I hour. did
0: think about that after Jack said that. And, again, it, it, makes, it makes the fans do too many mental gymnastics for something that they just don't have to put in there. <laughs> but... They don't recognise Khan when he just gives his name as Khan, but then when they realise that he's Khan Noonien Singh, that's when they do remember, oh, yeah, there was a famous dictator called Khan Noonien Singh. So it's not that Kirk didn't know who Khan the historical figure is, it's just they didn't match up the name Khan to Khan Noonien Singh until they looked in the...
1: I mean, you might mention, though, at that point, it's like, God, I served with one of his, rel- her rel- his relatives. I mean, yeah, that didn't come up in conversation. Like, has it been established in,
2: sort of on the show yet in canon that she actually is a relative? Yeah, it has. Yeah, it yeah, was mentioned and, and in they've also episode. Got, right. um,
1: they've also got the whole Nurse Chapel thing has, doesn't really make a lot of sense to her relationship with Spot. Yeah, and the Spot to bring different stuff. Different yeah it's i mean like i just wish i i think strange new worlds is good enough they don't need to keep on they bits no, of they the don't. original series at it they're basically making the original series i you know um you Ab- know it's, it's cool. I, I know it's extended universe Ab- but there's so many books which cover what happened when Kirk came on and they all kind of went within the same area they all went mm-hmm. when he came on a lot of the other bridge crew came on with him and it just feels like they're trying to Steal from that. I don't, they don't need to do it. It's my main.
2: Point. No, it's good enough. To, it's good enough to stand on its own two feet. But exactly, let it. But proper Klingons. Do we? Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, need to speak this first. Yeah, I was happy with that.
0: Yeah, proper yeah. proper Klingons. The they've kept the classic makeup. They've gone with TOS uniforms. <laughs> Um, so, I think we can yep. officially say now, with the return of Worf and with these Klingons, the Discovery Klingon experiment is over and we can draw a line under that. Thank you very much. That was a silly yeah, idea yeah. to begin with.
1: Was, and if on another show they way. show Klingon boobs, I want it to be Klingon boobs in this makeup. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the weirdest sex scene ever. Yeah, it was odd. It was
2: hard. There was two things that uh, I was disappointed about this trailer. Mm-hmm. The first one is that we get to see number one back in
0: oh, the true yeah in the and uh, land because she went off.
2: Yeah, like the cliffhanger was that she'd been taken away and imprisoned, presumably forever, never to be released. So they could have. I know we all like the character, but you keep that suspense going yeah i agree by not putting her yeah. in the trailer because let's be honest apart from the original pilot originally she was never
1: seen again yeah we don't know what happened no, so there's no reason why she couldn't have so, languished so you could have kept
2: a bit of suspense there it was that where she actually vanished from continuity and we don't yeah, no, get I agree. back. i
1: agree and and,
2: and, oh. and the second one that i was like that didn't gel quite right with me was kirk and mm-hmm. it's when he's on the planet he sounded very english mm. i i've always worked in space and it just sounded very really english compared to it didn't sound like the american accent I, we used I to
1: i didn't get that but i must admit his portrayal in se- uh, season one was it didn't, it just didn't call to mind Kirk to me. It didn't to me either, either. To but we'll oh, see. We'll... You've gone really loud to me. It's like oh, sorry, uh, reverby.
0: Reverby, I, oh, will tu- I will turn my volume just down, me, especially
2: for you. I heard it for a couple of minutes, but then it went right and you oh, heard no, it I after do. I heard it.
1: <laughs> now it sounds normal. Now, you've...
2: okay, good, good. Um, sorry. so yeah,
0: Kirk. I don't know. I mean, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. They must have hired the actor for
2: a reason. I noticed he was introduced as Mr. Kirk. Mm -hmm. So we're unsure of his uh, rank at this point. But he should probably be a lieutenant.
1: He's just got to dial up the swagger because, like, again, I think it's pretty well established that Kirk always had that swagger. It's not something that he just got in command. It's how he is. It's how he... And, And like, he's a very young captain, so there's not a lot of time for his personality to completely change to get that yeah. swagger.
0: No, that's it. And it's like Chris Pine got it straight away. It was a different yeah. Kirk to Shatner's Kirk, but But he had He was quintessentially Kirk, whereas this guy yeah. doesn't feel that yet. But
1: Well that's the thing, Chris Pine was playing the character, not the actor, which is a fine choice to make. It's fine to not put in all those Shatnerisms if you get enough of Kirk in there, yeah. and that's what he did. Uh, but this doesn't feel like Shatner doesn't this feel like guy, Kirk either. Guy, yeah, this guy feels like
2: yeah. he's doing sort of totally different.
1: Yeah, and it would have been fine in the, um, like even in the episode in Series 1, if they course correct now, because we've only seen a couple of shots in this trailer, mm-hmm. if he course corrects now to have the swagger, you could say, well, maybe in this universe where everything's different, where he didn't become well, Captain of the did, Enterprise, things change be- for him.
2: I think they were trying to get, give that, that he had that bit of a swagger, didn't they? Because mm. they sort of had, um, what's her name? Sort of like as if she was gushing when he'd beamed a because she had yeah, the one winding her up. Oh, I can feel things yeah. from yeah.
1: you. <laughs> yeah, but that's coming from her, not from him. He has to give that out. He has to elude the charm.
0: Yeah, he does. Yeah. Anyway, shall we move on to the episode we're here to talk about because it's a big episode to talk about. And it is Picard, episode nine, Vox... The meaning of which we will find out as we go through the episode. And, yeah, okay, first thing I want to call out, we we carried on a lot last week about how unhappy we were that they did the same cliffhanger twice. And they tease that they're almost going to do it again. Like, we get this thing... Deanna's, oh, I'll open the door for you. And she opens the door and she runs away scared. and you're like, oh, no. Well, they're not going to tell us what she saw till much <laughs> later. Uh, but they don't. We get a flashback almost immediately before the credit the title comes on. So.
1: I yeah, think that's ha- great. But, but my question is, how can she see something in his mind that he can't? I mean, I get the subconscious thing, but this is certainly a new beta's own ability to be able to see a part of your brain that you can't. Well, because so far it's always been stuff in someone's conscious mind that I think it's saying.
0: metaphorical, isn't it? Like she says, "I'll I'll open the door for you," but he has to give her consent to do that. So it's yeah,
1: but he doesn't <laughs> peek over his shoulder a little bit. I mean, I'd be curious.
0: Yeah, maybe and, I and don't know. I mean, know. If you, yeah, I suppose inside the, door the brain. He's allowing that part of his brain to open up, but he isn't letting his conscious mind engage with it, I but suppose. Why wouldn't he?
1: Because he really wants to know the answers. So he's thinking, oh, I'll let you know. know, but I don't want to know. And we were, yeah, well, Jim was right about the boy. We were
0: then. right, but it had to be the ball. Yeah.
1: The only thing I do say about that is that I want them to square that circle bit because it, At the moment, we've kind of just cold-switched from uh, changelings to Borg, which, don't get me wrong, they used it so well in this episode. I have no complaints about how the Borg were used in this episode, but I would like a flashback to seeing how that kind of came about or some changeling-Borg kind of crossover in the last
2: episode. Like, I was thinking about this. So, what we've got is... The changelings have obviously done some sort of deal with the bog mm-hmm. mm-hmm. to help the bog be able to assimilate the Federation. Yes. Yeah. But we know the anything we know about the Bog, the Bog won't care about the deal, whatever deal no, they, no, with they, with they The won't. changelings. They will The Changelings have helped the Bog assimilate a species that came up with a weapon that can wipe them out in genocide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, yeah, no, it uh, doesn't seem like a very sensible choice from no, the Changelings'
1: no, no. point of view. The the one thing which someone brought up with me, shout um, out to Michaela who, who brought this up, she said that uh, she did raise the point of, like, can Changelings be um, assimilated? Now, in their solid state, which they now have, Possibly, but like I wonder if like that's the reason why they came up with this line. Which is again why I want something to show against the science Why they go well, into it? Well,
2: even if they can't assimilate the changelings, there's only a planet's worth of changelings that can go into Dominion space and assimilate everyone else now. Yeah, and take different. out and take out the chick. And yeah, like, sit, so you go into Dominion space, that's controlled by changelings, but you've now assimilated the Federation that has the weapon that can. Commit genocide to your species, so you then so there's ought to be no rule of the Gemadar or the Vorta, so you can go in and assimilate all them. it really easy, it it makes the assimilation of the Gamma Quadrant really, really simple. I think, I I
1: think, I think that the bug. I think the Borg and the Changeling are so arrogant, they each think that the other can best them. Um, like, you'd make a compelling argument for the Borg, but I think Changelings are such arrogant sons of bitches, they can't be assimilated, so they think that they're able I think to, a with degree their
0: And I think also we've got to remember that we're not dealing with the Founders, we're dealing with Changelings, but it's this separate sect of Changelings who've been ostracised from the Founders so really they're, they're more or less mercenaries to an extent anyway and i think elliot's absolutely right i think the Bog queen will have said you can infiltrate starfleet for us we'll give you this that and the other and she absolutely won't and i think from some of the things that terry Matlas has said in q and a's online and whatnot we're definitely going to get more of the Bald Queen and what's gone on and everything, but <laughs> um, I'm not sure we'll get a flashback, but I, I think the, the nature of the plan like, will be made clearer next it. No, i, I just when, like When you were saying it's up meant up to be like
2: a, a double-length episode, the final one. I it? So think it got...
0: that was a rumour at one point, but I think what happened there was... When they announced they were showing the finale in theatres and people saw that it was booked out for two hours, they made that jump. But then since then, they've said, oh, no, it's episodes nine and 10. So I think we might get an extended yeah. episode, but maybe not not a full double. You,
1: if, I mean, the, the thing I would end, end, like to bring me, up, so just getting back to Jim's point before we go too far off it, uh, just when you said about the sect, I would actually buy that. And also, I, I maybe even though uh, the book, I'm sure, did promise the changeling sect something, if you put it through that prism, it does actually make sense that they just want to see the world burn. That they, you know, they're like, um, Vadic was just so. Just like, wanted physically to destroy the Federation. Scared. So I think maybe that is it. Maybe they were just so tortured they didn't give a shit what yeah. happened afterwards when, because they uh, saw their vengeance.
0: When they said we haven't seen the bog in a decade, what about
2: season two? Um, yeah, uh, season two, season two was a Voyager season because it never happened because it, it was all time away. It never happened, and the
0: bog that it we happened. saw in that were the new Agnes bog that were created from a bog from an alternate universe. So we haven't seen the prime universe bog. Eight, I, I would years. still say
1: that. Yeah. I mean, I did think that point, though. I mean, they still did say that we haven't seen the Borg, like the yeah. way Crusher put it. I, I think that is slightly sloppy writing because, it, yeah. like, one way or the other, at the end of that episode, we saw a crap, like, a load of Borg. They took over the ships. That would be kind of memorable. Yeah. Like the, you wouldn't say you hadn't seen the yeah, Borg because. I think this sort of time flashed in, you saw so that they were there. No, yeah, you know, but they the were
0: end. at the end because the Borg ship yeah. was there, and they all yeah. fought off that thing, which hasn't been picked up. But exactly, um, so, out. yeah, I think the official answer is we haven't seen the real Borg in ten years, and Beverly clearly misspoke.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, that that's the answer that the producers are giving. So,
1: Borg from another mother. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm sorry>. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Um, so, yeah, you can run with that or not run with that, but that, that's the official line that they're taking on it. Um, yeah, so obviously the reveal is it is the Borg. And I love um, Picard's reaction to this at First, he becomes sort of absolutely despondent. <coughs> but then he gets all sort of uppity and he's just like, I'll tell him
2: my fault. And he's off and yeah, it's yeah, live to blame?" Well, like, uh, the, the one, well Troy stops him and goes, this. no, this protocol. Yeah, yeah. I
1: was going to say that, like, but, but I didn't... The, the thing problem I had with this is not one person after he goes, no, it's all my fault, I'll go and sort it out. Not one person goes, no, no, you're assimilated at the time. They go, no, fair enough, it's your fault. And Troy, which is meant like the empath, which I would expect to have aligned like that more like, you, you can't blame yourself. You can't go in with this kind of attitude. And then you could have given Troy the more, like, protocol line because when has Troy ever quoted protocol?
0: Yeah, she's the one like, <laughs> I think you'll find there's protocol well, to be she... followed here. She yeah, did finally
1: pass the command exam.
0: She did, yeah. She did, yeah. But,
1: well, even after that, she wasn't Mrs. Protocol in any of the movies or anything else ever. Look,
0: basically. she is
1: now. This to me. Yeah. I, yeah,
0: cool. yeah, someone Ooh. did come
1: up with a theory. Someone did tell me this story. Again, it's uh, my friend McCain. She said that what if uh, Bevs are changing? And if you listen to some of these sound things, which uh, the um, voices which um, Jack hears now, you could just say it's because his, his mum, or whatever else, but some of the, the sounds sound more like Bev's voice than it does Well, else, they, the queen.
0: they were until this episode. It was Gates McFadden's voice. But and, even in this
1: episode, you get some bit where the, yeah. the there's a lighter voice which sounds like Gates, and then it becomes the ball queen. Yes, which um, could point towards that where you don't see the ball queen. But
0: Jack does have a line where he says, "I thought the voice was you, but it wasn't. It was her." So I think that's the explanation yeah. that we we've been hearing it from Jack's subjective point of view, where he believed it to be Beverly's voice. But, yeah, yeah, that but if, way, that is, yeah, if no is the
1: reveal, that would also make it, sense to them. It would be an awesome
0: twist if, if Beverly particularly, but yeah, any of I, the I, cast turned out to be a changeling, that would be pretty cool.
1: The, the only thing is, then, you have got to justify why all their actions to date make sense to Exactly, that. So if it's yeah. just like, yeah, yeah. oh, no, they're a Borg, but it, why it did they put them, them out in so many situations? You'd have it, to show where they sabotage. It doesn't, uh,
2: Beverly's actions don't make sense it to her to no, be a changeling but, because of... They examined all that and revealing how what the changes he could do. The then do neither did, and Bash- how to track them.
0: And neither did Bashir performing successful brain surgery on Captain Cisco. But we we've all <laughs> lived with that one.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, but there you could argue that it's like it would be pretty blatant if he killed Sisko in an operation. I could have of
0: easily him. let him go anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So Jack, then I like um jack's reaction to it when picard first goes to see him and it's almost like the stages of grief like he goes to the anger stage straight away because he starts going on about well let's talk about the ethics of an ex-federation counsellor going into my brain and doing it i just love that he gets really litigious about all of it at first before he finds out
1: troy's been on the ship for like five minutes <laughs> and when they go out of that room, you see counsel on the door, it's like, well she got that branded pretty quick.
0: <laughs> yeah, and also while we're while we're on that, <laughs> Captain Shaw he clearly has just decided I'm gonna let this lot just crack on me whatever they want to do and they can tell me what we're doing next because he's not <laughs> yeah. involved in any of this decision making whatsoever until they ring him up and go right we're off to Earth.
1: This is my point last week. It's like he's just like ah, your sure, ship now son like and he, actually when they yeah. phone him up, phone him up sorry when they um, communicate with him across the street... We state, know what you yeah it, it, i mean there is no, a I like just and it, why the hell would we go there right in the middle of federation day just to get blown up his going. Yeah. yeah but it's our only hope he's yeah. like fine if, whatever yeah, yeah i
2: think he's just given up he's every, like every, every, ship, every, out. every ship i like he's his life like, every ship has our our faces on their dartboard yeah yeah
1: he's he no like one gets like the, the reference ever <laughs> He seems like every parent who's ever lost an argument with a kid and stormed off to their room and shut the door. And it's like, oh, God, how do I back down from this? It's like, oh, we're just going to do this. Like, fine, whatever. Yeah,
0: I think he's just like, look, tell me when you've decided what we're doing and I'll let you do it. But I don't want anything to do with it. Don't tell me what's going on. Anyway, uh, going back to Jack for a minute, I really love some of the, the dialogue that they put together here. Like... When Picard's told him what's going on, there's a couple of times where I feel like Jack is queuing him up to reassure him and Picard doesn't. And maybe this is like a failing as a father because he says, like, how much of me is me? And I'm practically screaming at the telly, Jean-Luc, you meant to say all of you is you. That's what you meant to say.
1: Yeah. And then... Because this brings up your thing last week, because you were saying the similar thing that, you know, it just sometimes just the right mindset by someone at the right time yeah but it does make sense that the one like even though Picard has sort of like evolved over the last few series he's kind of learned stuff about his dad and whatever yeah still him being a dad he's not got it yeah is the one trigger for him and
0: this is Jack as his son really reaching out to him and going look here it is all you have to do is say the right thing like even more so, he says what do you see when you look at me and it's like just say I see my son that that is yeah. what you needed to say there, and you would have you would have got him back on side and he wouldn't have gone off and done what he does. But yeah. Picard misses it's those. Why Picard was Picard was the wrong one to go tell him what he was. He was, because he gives him them chances and Picard either misses them or Rose he's too right. hung up on protocol or he can't quite swallow his pride to do it. Whatever it is, but it's like that is a son screaming out to his dad for a bit of reassurance there. And he he just, he misses it, you know.
1: And Bacav really goes on the company line. He he says, it's like, oh, well, you'll go to this Falcon Institute. Everything will be fine. It's like, yeah, well, I'll just be poking prodded. And he could have said then, it's like, look, I will fight this. I will yeah. make sure you don't end up getting stuck there. Like, there's so many things he could have said that he didn't.
0: Yeah, he should have taken Bev with him. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah it... He, he could have said, once the threat's dealt with, it's only temporary. He does have one good line, though, which does sort of contextualise where he's coming from, where yeah. he, he says, um, Jack says something like, you know, do, who whose needs do we need to put first? And he says something like, everybody else. And that does, that is who Picard is. He, he's the person who has to make these big decisions and... And it kind of proves that Beverly's decision was right because Picard in his first major decision he has to make about Jack's future rightly or wrongly, whichever way you want to look at it, chooses everyone else. So.
1: And let's also go into like that po- point about uh, Bev should have gone like, this is the second time where like there was time when they were about to die and um, Picard says, oh, could I just have a word with Jack? And he goes off to the holodeck for the rest of, like, for an hour, yeah. at least, he's on the holodeck with him. It's like, that's your last moment to spend time with your son, who you've raised, being Beverly. And now, in this same instant, it's like, if it was if I was Beverly, I'd be going, no, I will come with you. Like, I don't mind you being there, but I'm the one who's raised him all these years. Absolutely. Why would she take a backseat in all these situations? That seems like one of the... Like, this is a pretty tight series, but the, the amount that peds the seeds to, um, to Picard. Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It
0: doesn't always. Beverly does have a good line where she's talking about, I gave Wesley space and I lost him to it, and that's why I was more... Hands on with Jack Like, really, they—they they are basically having a pity party at this point. <laughs> it, but you know, Picasso, oh, it's all my fault. Beverly's, oh, it's all my fault. They do, I do like to
1: do the dark moments in this series. Yeah. Do, they're not going away from that at all. I
0: do really like that line about giving Wesley space. That's really good.
1: Yeah, and... I mean, I—I I, I had to think about that one for a while though, because I was like, well, how does that make sense? That she gave him space and she lost him. T- like, it's what? A and, what oh, no, no again. sorry, no, it was the second bit. Sorry, pardon me. It was the second bit. It was when he was. She was saying. About um, Jack, and she goes. I watched him closer, and I didn't see what was right in front of my nose. And I was trying to think what she saying was right in front of his nose. But then, if you think about it, like everything she said about the, um, like the signs that he was a him bit being different, different and everything,
0: and blah blah blah. Um, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. No. No. Was, um,
0: yeah, and then we get that wonderful moment with Data, where he says, "Do you want me to say something reassuring?" And it shows how this Data is different to all Data because past data. Picard says. I don't think you can. And he says, no, you're right. Whereas old data would have maybe yeah. tried something. But, and then he
2: put, but then he puts his hand exactly. on his shoulder. because and they, that's the perfect thing that he needed to that's do. That's it.
0: Because this data understands feelings and he knows that that's what Picard needs in the moment. It's brilliant.
1: Um, for from, from my liking, the reason why this is so genius is that first bit of him doing an old data line. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, perhaps I should say something comforting now. He even goes into, like, the posture yeah. of, like, traditional data. And then when he softens, it's so much more impactful. I, I love the... F- I've just got to give it up. I know I've kind of made some jokes about uh, Brent Spiner's, and Brent Spiner's talked about this. I, I shared a video with you guys of him talking about the episode Masks, and apparently he and... Uh, um, doing their silly voices because they were given no time to prep it and it was Mm. two data episodes back to back that they not only were in the production order but like the filming order he had two huge episodes and he'd actually phoned them and gone it's like there is no way i can prep this they go nope we have faith in you and he's going okay so he came up with these crazy voices because he's playing nine characters in masks so that does contextualize why that performance was maybe a little bit ropey but like this shows you what acting he can do. He goes yeah. to old data, and then he goes to that emotional thing. That pivot could be really mistimed. And he does it yeah. it's brilliant. so well. Yeah. And, and like just Picard just simply putting his hand on his hand. Just yeah, my, I melted. I melted. In that it day.
0: was brilliant. And then we get a load of technobabble and we've alluded to a lot of this, but we get all the explanations. So there was junk bog DNA left in Picard and it's been passed on to his son and they've put it in the transporters and now everybody who's gone through a transporter has got this junk ball in Genius. And Jack yeah, acts as the, the transmitter, whereas Picard acted as the receiver. And it, one thing, like, I love the fact that they call back to um, first contact by going, that's why I could hear them after That's I've been like Do you know what? Maybe you should have reported that Picard and that it worked out <laughs> yeah. that you had this shit in your head and we could have averted all of this, but never mind. Um, so, I'd just
1: like to say, just a yeah, that yeah. bit, uh, just the whole idea, never has anyone thought to use transporters in this way to kind of as such a... A, a cataclysmic plot point but all you have to do is put that code into the transporter something yeah. which is so innocuous something which seems so kind of like uh yeah they've used like this
2: this little bit of dna in picard to program this is what all humans should have oh yeah oh, i've my never everybody. seen so
1: such i've so never when seen it such a good
2: you should have it
1: yeah yeah i've never seen such a good such a subtle um like it, again it's like it's just a little bit of code put in every transporter that Kills the Federation. Yeah, it's great. it's a really good idea. It is one of the best and kind of things. Yeah, and I just it, want to make They
0: do well delivering all the babble Like they, they have a little PowerPoint must... in the background to show you, and Worf <laughs> tells you a bit, and Deanna tells you a bit, and it, you know, it seems like this can be really boring, seen... but it's done well. Sorry, can
1: it, I just it, quickly, Jordy techno uh... technobabble? Tick.
0: Just, yeah.
2: just taking yeah. off my. Uh, it does seem, I go, It does guys. seem like. Um... The sort of thing, though, that with a technology like this, that you'd maybe have some sort of safeguards in it about genetic code being overwritten. Yeah, you would just stop everyone being attacked in this way.
0: It also raises to- an interesting point about transport technology in general. Like, so what we found out in this episode is that because they can't be asked doing a load of data processing every time they're being someone. They have a little bit of a baseline that's built in there. So when a human goes through a transporter, it goes, ah, this is what humans like, close enough. So it does raise the whole ethical thing of, are you you if you've gone through a transporter? Yeah, but we well, do not have time that- to get into that.
2: Yeah, there's... That- there's always been that one. Uh, every time you go through the transporter, do you get killed? Exactly. Who comes back? No, no.
1: But but they've always categorically said that's not how the transporter works. Yes, they, work. they have. They've always nixed them that. Like, so that's the one thing we know is because uh, because basically every version of this in real world tech that anyone can think of involves you getting killed. Yeah, uh, but that's why you have things like the Heisenberg compensators and stuff. Yeah, but, an um, I would like to raise something. So I suggest an anti
0: maybe. We'll talk about what we think for next week at the end, but
1: I just want to raise something that Admiral Elliot brought up in in our little chat between the three of us, and that she was saying is this a transporter accident episode? I say this is a transporter sabotage episode. (laughs) 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 Sabotage,
0: definitely. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well,
2: we did do a little uh, series, what maybe two years ago. We did Holodeck.
1: yeah. Which often
2: transporter accidents as well. Did we? Yeah, because we've got a playlist list of All right,
0: okay. <laughs> So
2: yeah, they, I mean, they... and, that, and that's right. When I was adding it onto YouTube, I, I put it in the playlist, and that's right. I said, "Does this class is a transporter accident?" Well, it does. See, I'd argue,
1: no, it's not an accident. They did it on purpose. It was and you know, so unless you've included
2: well, sabotage, episode. it was sabotage. But all the people who went through the transporter accidentally got turned into bugs because they didn't d- deliberately. Yeah, but did. that's like saying
1: someone who gets shot gets accidentally shot. You've been shot. That's been they accidentally. They accidentally <laughs> got in the way of a bullet. Yeah, they that's true. Happened. That seems and like a bit of a, t- a stretch, but...
2: It's no one deliberately... Um, generally, nobody deliberately gets in the way of a bully. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah, and, yes, yeah. yeah, somewhere
0: Dr McCoy and Dr Pulaski are sat there going, ha ha told well, you.
1: Well, so you mean Dr put put McCoy bit, and Dr McCoy version two? Well, Squeak did put
2: a... Uh, a meme up through that didn't it yeah
0: exactly so McCoy's happy <laughs> yeah, Pulaski's happy Barclay's <laughs> like I really wish you hadn't got me over this phobia Deanna um, well no
1: the phobia's back now <laughs> well that's it he'll
0: never go in it again and now we reach the point in the episode where it's just basically endless geekgasms until you fall over um, are the bulk doing an email scam on the Federate? Probably. They are, actually, yeah. The Queen will be like, I'm a Saudi prince if you give me the money. Um, so it starts off with Frontier Day, and we get the Enterprise F, finally. And it is the one from Star Trek Online, and it looks amazing. And we get the fireworks, but before f me, that, f me
1: hard, f me hard with this one, f me. Before I've got the D, we even, I've got the F.
0: Oh. before we even see the ship, we get Admiral Shelby commanding, which is just yes, what a what a callback to bring back Shelby
1: oh come on yeah it's like it's like the, this episode feels in a lot of ways like the sequel to the best of both Wars. it like it, it kind of is in some ways the best of both worlds yeah. part three and to bring shelby back at a moment like that yeah. that was just genius moment and then um did you notice the ship names which they were calling yes out? oh there's uh, some great right, ship names right would you like i that mean yeah I, over t- yeah I was just gonna say i mean <laughs> right. naturally should, we're talking ships
2: should, should we start then uh because we've already mentioned uh, the There is a USS Pulaski. Pulaski, yeah. that's the first name. Yeah. Uh, we get the USS Okuda, uh the Drexler, the Mandel, The I'm not sure, I can never pronounce his name properly. It's Trangu and Trumbull. And they're all uh, Star Trek, people who work on Star yeah. Trek. Loads of them. Uh, Trangu on! We get a uh, USS Ikaru Sulu, hey. which is nice. Uh, we get a Ganymede, we get a Cochrane, the Callisto. There's loads of them. There and are.
1: again, like even though this doesn't have like the, the F is the only one we get the kind of hero shot of. But even the uh widespread shot of all the ships is better than anything we've seen in Discovery. I'm sorry it, it is. is. Well, we, get, no.
2: we do we get ships flying in it Yeah, but angles, I'm saying it's so, so it, but they're but so small on some... the
1: screen you don't get the kind of hero shot of up close. No, but we can still see them,
0: which is nice. Yeah, exactly. Which you don't always see.
2: One of my modelling groups has been people really gushing over these shots, going, oh, I've got ideas what I'm building next. Because, like, these guys are into making your 3D models and all sorts. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean um the, the the shot of the F as well, like I mean I, I hadn't played Star Trek online, so this is my first time seeing the, the F in, in all You're the other Class. And just seeing the 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 shape of it which is so reminiscent of the E, and then the front of it, which is a bit reminiscent of uh, Voyager with yeah. the um different type it's of there uh, twin necks letter. as well. Yeah, it's just there, there are so many just within that ship design there's so many callbacks to other ships we've seen before it it was just so nice so and also
0: the fact that we've got admiral shelby which she is an admiral in the new frontier books i think that means next week we're gonna get Mackenzie calhoun who is her husband and (laughs) i look Mackenzie calhoun is coming i can feel it (laughs)
1: Um, could you I, like the mckenzie calhoun I, witness like, mckenzie
0: like calhoun, he he calhoun is awesome and he would have this shit sorted out in five minutes flat
2: like uh, they're talking about as if this is like the whole fleet and i'm sorry this is not the whole fleet because like in discovery we get told there's seven thousand ships in the fleet by dominion War there's Tended yeah, the whole of...
1: fleet. I thought they—it was the most of the fleet. They did save I... the
2: whole
0: fleet, but as we oh, know, it, say... people are misspeaking left, right, and centre. So let's yeah. go.
2: <laughs> there's like they've maybe called in a good uh, a fleet arm or something. Yeah, the good it's bit it's of the fleet. The whole... There's no there's no California
0: class ships there. So come on, no. where's your oh, representation like, let, let me, let me for throw... the Cerritos?
1: Let me throw this out. Maybe. In in the area we can see that's like the um, like the showground. So that's all the the ships which are performing, and like with the vastness of space, in relatively close area, maybe all the other ships are just yeah. there watching it. Like I, I, the um,
2: I just think I uh, just would the Federation actually bring all its ships from patrols and security details and all the other things and and its ships that are out on. 10, 15-year uh, exploratory missions way out? as it brought them all back for this one? <laughs> you know, do you,
1: I mean, in all fairness, to, to, to use that, I've been recently watching designated, designated Survivor on Netflix. And in that, they say the whole of Congress is here for the um, swearing-in of the, you know, whatever they did. Yeah, is, yeah. And there's one Designated Survivor. So maybe it's the same thing. They're <laughs> saying it's the whole thing, but obviously everyone takes it for granted that, deep space missions yeah. all the other so the, the
0: designated survivor ship should be a California class and it should come <laughs> to a lower <laughs> decks, going like well wow, I'm glad we didn't go to that <laughs> yeah. um okay so
2: no yeah, we, didn't. we didn't see any we didn't, didn't. it's we didn't. a shame we didn't um, it is a shame because we love the California we do and, class to, and to see one well, in live action would have been happens. great but I oh, reckon yeah. we've possibly is... got that coming there uh,
0: later this year i i reckon it is because the california class wouldn't be invited to this they'll be, they'll be doing something <laughs> crap
2: while everyone else is <laughs> celebrating uh, you could come, Make come the to the uh, cleanup party yeah exactly yeah, they,
1: it's like in the credits every time something <laughs> interesting <laughs> happening, they just go the other direction but yeah i i am wondering that's the only thing which could have made uh, it better to see the Strange New Worlds trailer is just at the end, like, there go Strange New Worlds, and then you just see, like, from the back, some blue hair, and then Yeah, cuts. I would have loved <laughs> to
0: have seen that. I thought just we were going to get that, but never mind. Um, well, so,
1: yeah.
2: Uh, the California class will probably turn up for second contact day.
0: There you go, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um,
0: Federation so, basically, the plan is... This is going to assimilate everyone whose cerebral cortex has not fully formed, which Beverly says is when you're 25, which also explains why it's kind of kicking in more with Jack now. Um, so it all works, all nice, and it also means... Beverly
1: has a lovely line about it, that.
0: Yeah, it also which means...
1: When she goes, I, I've never been so glad to see so many faces. So that's it.
0: It means that our heroes are safe, they're going to be fine. Yeah so they can still save the day. Um, but yeah. all of this is secondary to what's really going on, which the first thing is our crew go down to the repair shuttle. Now, at one point, Picard presses his communicator and goes, everyone, get down to the repair bay. We have to assume that he's put people on his favourites list and he's only actually ah. calling <laughs> well, the people I who will... He, yeah.
1: just ah. the whole ship.
2: I, I thought this straight away as soon as he did this and went everyone you've just alerted the entire bloody lot of people who want to kill you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, where I, are you going? Very go
1: quickly down there. Uh, two things I just want to call out about this as well. One is that sh- like there's some really great shots in this. This is yeah, so it so was we, very useful. And you get a shot from the uh, <laughs> roof of the um lift, so you're looking down. Mm-hmm. And there's some just really nice inventive shots in this episode. Yeah. Just just a shout out to the director. And also I did love it when that. Um, Sorry, I should have let her name, but the alien uh, bold lady. Yes. Uh, oh, wow. Once she gets the... She looks pretty badass. Like the way they've got the mood lighting, and she kind of takes the uh, helm, and she's yeah. like, uh, "We've taken the the ship. Yeah, this, we've taken the time." The Borg that's have got a think. bit
2: more
0: verbose and sassier, haven't they? Because it's like, well, the I'm Federation about... is the Borg, Starfleet well, is <laughs> the Borg. Like, <laughs> right, oh, I think this is
2: because it's more biological and not the technological I'm sure I'm sure. So they haven't got that technology coming in. That's
1: I'd still say, I I think these were were still pretty good Borg lines. If you want to see some dodgy, like, Borg lines, watch the first episode with Seven Nine in it when she's still Borg, because she gives some lines which have no bit... Like, they're not straight-up Borg lines. They're kind of sass lines to to, um, Janeway.
0: So let's talk about the biggest tragedy to take place in Star Trek history, the the death of Captain Shaw. And... we, is he
2: really dead? Yes, Ooh.
0: but the actor might come back. I'm going yeah.
1: actually... to
0: It has to be really dead for the following reason. Captain Shaw was suffering from survivor's guilt because during the Battle of Wolf 359, he was told to evacuate arbitrarily. And this is actually a wonderful perfect act for him because he dies being the captain in that situation and ensuring that everyone else gets to safety so it's an extremely poetic way for him yeah. to go out giving his backstory <laughs> Which, so if you bring him back you cheapen it sorry Squee, go on
1: that's that's no no i was just gonna agree <coughs> with that point exactly i think it just it it was such a, a lovely death scene. If he comes back, yeah, it rubs so much of this. Um, as do, much as so I love the character, then don't kill him off if you want to save yeah, you. Because him. I, 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 they were saying, I, sorry, someone had said, like, quoted uh, Mateless as saying, "Oh, if we, we um, if we do Legacy, we're going to bring him back, and it won't be in a yeah. uh, in a, a hokey way, or it won't be in a well, cheap way. But like, how do you do it without being a cheap way, without taking away from this? Um, search for Spock.
0: <laughs> true.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, so so have we got to know him over three series and a bunch of movies already? Bring Look, him back- I love the character, but I don't think they've earned a search for Scott. For him yet.
0: Bring him back as a hologram, but not a Star Trek hologram—a red dwarf hologram, so he has an H on his head. And but no, so I think it, it, it Cap- Captain Shaw's story arc and yeah. his character arc and the way we felt about him to begin with to where we got now. It's just been phenomenal. One of the great Star Trek characters. It's amazing
2: how upset people have been this week at his death. When you think where we were that we hated him, and I hope he fucking dies in episode two. Yeah. (laughs) And it's also, all of this is very cleverly done that we
0: get Seven stays with him. Raffi stays with Seven, and it's all done just to move your chess pieces correctly into position so we've just got the core TNG crew escaping. Yeah. Uh, but before that, and I'll hold my hands up, this is why Terry Matlas is a writer and a director and a showrunner, and I'm just an armchair critic. I said the perfect moment for sure to call 7-7 was last week. I got it wrong. They knew what the perfect moment was, and they did it in and this episode. Because,
1: <laughs> I mean, this also answers something which, again, <coughs> a, a mere couple for me as well, because I was nearly a bit... <laughs> Quite a bit earlier in the series, when um, he finds out that the reason why he knew she knew LaForge uh, I'm forgetting it's Sydney, why she yeah. wasn't uh, who mm-hmm. she said it was because she called him her seventh, uh, which she always does, and that seemed quite a natural moment for him to say it. But now you've saved this. I, I equally agree. It's this is yeah. the right moment. Yeah. This was but, the perfect moment. But I would throw one thing out. If now Seven is going to go on to be the captain, another reason why you should kill off Raffy and no one else, and it's not just because I want to keep all the next generation through, I swear, but the reason why you should kill off Raffy is then it makes Seven at the beginning of the next series. If, if she's the captain in Legacy, for instance, it gives her a backstory of why she becomes like him and why people have to persuade her not to be like Sean to, to Yeah again. and also
0: it gets rid of the will they won't they, Are they, aren't they? Oh it, god, yeah, we don't need to see that without I like yeah. I like the idea of Seven and Rafi as a couple, but can we either have them as a um, couple no or not that? as a couple? But yeah. let's not do this. Yeah. Thing. We did yeah, that in Season two.
1: We, we've, well, we've done it in every season. We did it first season, there was a bit of it, wasn't there? Like, no, it just all came yeah. out of
0: nowhere at the end of the first season. It was like, oh, they're together, OK.
1: But, like, I would just like to point out, I am not having a go at the, the actress who plays Raffi. No, uh, no, not in, at all. in this series, I think it's been a huge improvement to her character. But I think she's been probably the most underserved character all through. Yeah. So if she died, it would be symbolic enough to be big, but it wouldn't be you know the gut wrench of losing the next generation character we can't lose any of them uh we, and also we did, have a gut re-
2: wrench lot. we did have a gut wrench loss this episode
1: well no no sorry can i just on top of before, sure. we, before we go there before we go there on the raffi side of it because like one other bit of evidence which i forgot to mention the other week there was a moment where troy met raffi and they go troy raffi and i think that was going to be a huge moment of like <gasps> these two tones of the show meeting but I just didn't feel as invested in happy no. as they wanted me to in that moment, yeah. Because of the ring, again, she's she's played it blind,er and, and this has been the best ring for her. So if they're going to kill her off, this would be a really good hero moment for her today. So who was the other uh, death you were going to bring up there, my friend? Uh,
2: the ship that gets uh, that sort of takes itself back. Oh yeah. When the Borg assimilate, is the Excelsior, and who left to join the Excelsior? Go on, Elnor, I yeah. Oh, he did, yeah.
1: Ah, oh. but he got a transfer last minute just before that. You know happened, what? And El-
0: died and come back once. Q will be there somewhere. Going, oh, for God's
2: sake! You're only there five minutes. <laughs> uh, he comes
1: back from death just to do that.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, but it was. It's off screen. It's not not confirmed or anything. But with. The last we know, he was on yeah. is serving on the Excelsior. Yeah, that's a really nice point.
1: Yeah, so we've Focus. lost
2: we've lost the main character. Yeah, and then the we get back
0: to the museum and the internet X. Exp- explodes, and everybody goes absolutely it, why crazy. I
1: why explode why did
2: something happen at the end? Yeah, they got a new <laughs> shape. Oh, they got well, an old shit. I don't shit. know if we can call it new. Look, the look, engines. Are we've new. been
1: effed already, and then we get the full D. We get the full D. That and was it, I, I yeah. Would like to, I, it, I would like to bring up a point with this. How old is bring, uh, uh, that's a good question. to to
2: tell with it's Joyce Affleck Academy, but Vulcans are sort of, like, all oh, becoming that sort of age in the 50s and 60s, aren't they?
0: Yeah, well, he's a Romulan, isn't he? But, um, but the, it's implied Romulan- that he's very young. But Picard knew him oh. as a boy, so I think he's as old as the actor looks.
1: Now, I, I wanted to bring up... A point oh, but I-, I think, I think we- the
0: reason Facebook users asking is because Elno will we'll be a Borg now.
1: yeah. So it's yes.
0: either ball got blown up, or both.
1: Something I wanted to bring up, so obviously we're, we're coming into the, the re-emergence of the D. Uh, I want to ask Elliot mainly this, but obviously, Jim, uh, you weigh in as well. Some brought up a point which I kind of disagreed with online. They were saying that they don't think there would be enough time for Geordie to uh, rebuild the D. And they also bring I'll bring in their full argument, and then... I I don't think this kind of is a problem because I was saying with all the welding that we're taking, everything I get, well, that, first of all, it it depends on how many parts they use. So if they had some kind of uh, like bigger parts, then it doesn't take so much welding. He didn't say he did it exclusively on his own. He did say he spent 20 years. So it isn't just since he's been a, a Commodore. And also to bring into it as well, because um, their other argument was the fact that these um star drive got replaced on the ships during the dominion war or like you know the drives on it they got retrofitted but that for me just means more spare parts to use mm-hmm. i, I Elliot, as a as our ship's well, expert i was just wondering your uh take on well that. yeah he specifically says that he got the
2: saucer section because it was salvaged from viridium due to the prior yeah. can't directive. Leave yep. it on yep. an undeveloped, that's one solid sort of bit planet. just needs repair so that just, that needed, like, the actual saucer wasn't massively damaged. No, the Even windows were smashed. The windows were smashed, and furniture was thrown about a bit, but it actually, structurally, wasn't massively damaged, so you pretty much got the saucer. Wouldn't take a lot. He's got worker bees. He's in a fleet museum. He's got all, he's got, It's geared up to restore ships This his place the drive so will have worker bees and, and they'll be programmable. And who and wouldn't want to work on that? Do this, yeah. It, and he says, "I've got the details and the engine. The engine is the drive section is.
0: Yeah, basically, so basically
2: it's, it's got it's two ships, floating together. It's the, it's the it's intergalactic the, equivalent the, of a cut and The drive shot. section." It's taken a drive section of one ship and the saucer of the Enterprise-D yeah, and, I... and and welded them together. Yeah.
1: And it would be very easy if they'd done any retrofitting to just take that out the original. In fact, it doesn't even it. have to weld them together because
2: it's separated how it's meant to separate. Exactly. So it's still a proper separation. So it's
0: just rejoined In fact, I'll I'll tell you exactly how long it would take because I <laughs> googled. it. After this came out and I said to you guys in the chat, I said, oh, if Eagle Moss released that Build Your Own Enterprise D right now, it'd fly off the shelves. And I looked it up, 32 32 weekly, uh, no, sorry, 32 months with four four sections a month. So 32 Uh, months is exactly how long it takes. So less than three years. Less than three years is exactly how long it takes to build an Enterprise D.
1: And I will also throw out that, um, thank you. I just knew there was no chapter small. and v- verse on, on all that. But uh, well, I just want to also throw in as well. Even Jordy did say, it's like, oh, well, this bit, I'm not too happy with that bit, needs touching up. Yeah, so he knows that it's not 100% yeah, but heavy, still working He's talking
2: out. about cosmetically and all yeah. that. And, yeah. and, he and, also- not, and he's maybe not got every crew quarter fitted out and all that yet. <laughs>
1: And also, on another point, I think the other uh, great thing is you've got the D, which was uh, crashed when Troy took over. You've got uh, Admiral Shelby comes out with the Enterprise F. It gets taken over by the Borg. Now, I'm not saying anything about women drivers, but it seems like Star Trek is. That's all I'm saying. That Every was time one enterprise- of my
0: thoughts when they got it. I was just like, don't let Troy drive. Don't let Troy drive. <laughs> To yeah, to but when fair, was the
1: B, B was a female be, captain... That oh, was the God. C. Oh, sorry, no, that sorry, was distal- C. pardon me, C, pardon me.
0: The, technically, technically, it, Castile was in B charge when it was lost. Um, yeah, Worf has somehow destroyed the E. Um, <laughs> well, love- that happened in novels, didn't it, Where he's... He's made he's the captain said. in um, Last Best Hope, the Una McCormack thought, yeah. novel.
2: Right, um, something's and, obviously happened, and it's implied that he is destroyed. Yeah. shout out
1: to to and McCormack. Yeah. Uh, fantastic writer I've Yes, and, sure, and that
0: lady. um Last Best Hope is a brilliant Star Trek book and a lot of it is being made canon now through what's happened in subsequent seasons. Whoa. So
1: I can give you a bit of inside baseball here. She has worked with all the novelizations because I'm at the moment uh, listening to the audiobook of uh, the uh, uh, biof- the authorised biography of uh, Captain Janeway. Or yeah. Catherine Janeway, pardon me. Um, yeah, and, and she did say when I, I spoke to her that all the kind of books she was working very close, they told her what she could and couldn't use. They even gave her some stuff from Strange New Worlds to put in the biography of Spock. So this is built into the canon very yeah. purposefully. The attention yes, to...
2: De- i just want to say like i think the enterprise d has never looked as good as this. i completely agree yeah. it and, looks amazing and, and if you if you look at you look at the detail the point to this compared to like space shots we've had of discovery it makes you wonder is this going to be used in further series maybe i mean like it's... no but for the for the effort they've done on this yeah. To blow it, up, it, to blow it up next week could be... I don't think they're going to blow it, it
1: up. Blow down. But one thing I was going to say is, I just want one line about, it. it's like, I even managed to fix the lights. You remember where they were playing up when we were on the mission on the, you know, <laughs> when, when you met Kirk?
0: Yeah, it's very pointedly the bridge from the TV show, not from Generations, which oh. is the right <sighs> choice.
1: Like,
2: um, mm. like it, when you watch this, it doesn't look quite right. On TV, the colour's not the same as in Next Generation, mm-hmm. and it's actually a shoot how they shot it because I yeah, was that's watching I put it. it down, well, yeah. no, I was watching them um, Yards who really went in depth on it, and they altered the um, hue level of mm-hmm. the new one, and it's exactly like the Next Generation. So, the, for some reason, they built a built a set with love. To literally be identical to the the sh- the colour of the carpet, the chairs, mm. everything to be identical to how it was in Next Gen, and then altered the bloody here with the cameras so oh, it I looks do- brighter. <laughs> I just it looked, was- it looked more yellowy, you know. If you look at them side by side, it's more yellowy.
1: I just assumed the reason why that was just just was for HD. Like they uh, to shoot it in HD, you have to. Yeah, it's it's, it's literally different
2: hue. That is yeah. It's so, different. Do they
1: have to use that hue for uh, HD cameras? Is the reason know. why they used it? it, it I it'll do. Like
2: if, if if somebody sat at home on the computer. Can turn the dial and alter the hue on it so it looks exactly the same but as the, the next gen. And everyone else Why could orange. I'm sure that somebody at CBS. But the, the problem.
0: The, the problem with doing that is that it won't look consistent <laughs> with the color correction for the rest of the episode. Yeah. So,
1: and uh, also all the members of the crew will look like they're um, a, Trump impersonators. Yeah, it's a sacrifice like the, you've it'll got like to the, make. Oh, actually, look like the
2: 60 and 70 and 80 years and old. Th- And finishing off the episode then
0: just to make anyone who has not exploded by this point explode we get make it so we get engage and the position that the Enterprise takes as it goes to warp exactly matches Picard's painting that is uh,
1: oh, i didn't even see that i've got to watch it you back for that now
2: it's how it does the turn as well because you used to get so because the enterprise was never turned facing in the correct direction before it went to war no it true always had to do this graceful curve <laughs> oh
1: and, and, it, and also yes yeah, that this is the bit i want to talk about i love the fact there's, there's a little bit where you get um riker doing this lovely speech he's going it's like We're the the crew of the Enterprise. Everyone wants that line. Everyone wants that. We're the crew of the Enterprise. And he goes, and more importantly than that, we're your family. And then Picard does the thing. You know, seeing you all here, the one thing I've really missed, and he says about the carpet and Facebook (laughs) is, he got the carpets right. Now, the thing was, this is a great callback, a very subtle callback to all good things because he says, it's like, Oh, actually, what I really enjoy doing is walking about the ship in my bare feet because he loves the carpet. That's yeah, why this is an all good things callback. The I, I said it in previous weeks. I'll say it again. The amount of stuff that they got from all good things, which they've used going forward, like the COM badges, like the irremodex syndrome. There is so much that they got from that one episode which yeah. has become canonical. Even before now, they whenever they go to the future. The com badges always look like those badges it's just it's so lovely it's so great to see no it's brilliant can i just flip back and um,
2: yeah it's so like like five ten minutes to when yeah. the first sleeve, the titan mm. and it's georgie and data at the front of the shop before everyone else joins with yeah room. and data says something. i can't remember his line <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, um, and, and georgie yeah. turns around to him and goes we've got very not you watch- don't be so depressing and he goes I hope we die fast. <laughs> and I just thought, that's, data, that's law channeling through data. sort
1: of like the combined out
2: of them. Yeah, there's a, a bit of lore in there, right. He he has to hope to so it. I hope we die fast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. And uh, oh, someone else, again, another kind of point I want to Already on the Enterprise F. Uh, there's only so long before you have got the J which has appeared in Enterprise yeah but like they always in every single time travel episode say it's like but now we've seen the future it might be different and that was during a temporal cold war yeah. the amount yeah. of things that could change as a result of that don't get yeah
0: don't that's, don't, that's, don't worry about no that and besides the original yes. Enterprise lasted
2: 50 years well depends well, on which version it's, it's like arguably you can say now Pipes Enterprise has to have a major refit yeah. before TOS, because we have now seen the TOS Enterprise's canon yeah. in Picard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But did it get smashed up and rebuilt or what? Because they already also and, in the first then, series
1: of Picard, you, they and, did show the other version. Yeah,
2: so both yeah. are correct. So
1: seen both version. Yeah,
2: But then you've also got like in the motion picture it it's pretty much a, a completely different ship yeah, from is. the TOS Enterprise how it's rebuilt. Yeah, it's and also let's, let's also
1: throw that in there. Is... Well, yeah, we've got the Titan yeah. looks completely different to how we saw it before. They they be saying it's the same Titan, which is no, very they're not. Much it's a, the
0: Titan. No, it's Titan. A. It's
1: oh, a is it? ship. but I think that. But they said. But Riker says that he was on that one, which suggests it's a, some kind of refit. and they well, made no, it. no, that just so that's what they did with that. the Discovery. No,
2: that just is. Suggests that he uh, fucked up the Titan and he was sword captain when he got the Titan here. Yeah, they he did do it, right it, okay. anyway, let's not...
1: But but I'm, I'm going to say also, just just last thing... But they've also thrown in when they wanted another enterprise for the series enterprise, they brought out the NX, which was never referenced at all prior to no. that. So, yeah, true. so all they have to do is have the H and a half, <laughs> and people are like that'll be the next shit.
2: Yeah, they <laughs> well they got the GHI before the J. Exactly. Yeah, yeah but someone was trying to argue like, the, the amount. There is another nice part that we had in the shuttle as well, like we haven't got, and it's just that conversation when they first see the J, the D, and it's not like they're looking at it and. Is it Trico's, but will she fly in? Picasso? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, she'll fly. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: it's, it's like yeah. It, it is a thing
0: that is particular to Star Trek fans, but uh, seeing a spaceship again in a TV show should not have this emotional reaction on people. <laughs> but I can genuinely say it... It's not just us. The outpouring of love for uh, uh, this episode. Yes. To be people who are
2: not Star... diehard Trekkies. That's what to be fair, fair Star Wars. Wars fans do it as well. Of the Millennium True, market. Yes, yes.
1: But I, I'm just gonna give out. Yeah, we're just yeah. Same thing as Jim's point. The amount of people who reach out to me. I'm used to having these conversations with you guys and a few other Trekkie friends of mine. But people who are casual viewers, people who haven't watched Star Trek since The Next Generation are coming up to me in their droves going, oh, did you see it? Because they know how into Star Trek I am. Yeah. And just the amount of times, even before we have this conversation, I've had the conversations. It's just glorious. It's just so great yeah. to have is, even casual fans my, going uh, like their childhood's been given back to them.
2: One of my managers at work, he's, he started watching this season of Picard and he asked me for recommendations where we should start watching Star Trek from. The okay. <laughs> cage. Well, I like I went, well, I started from the beginning. Do you want it in chronological order? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which gets confusing. I went, no, to be fair, if you're going to be watching them all, next one to watch, watch uh, DS9. Yeah, if you I, want to. Because want... that lends itself to...
1: Just please say you grabbed him by his lapels and said anything but series one of Bacardi, anything but that one. <laughs> Don't yeah. start there.
0: Oh, come off! It was done so well, Facebook user. Yes, it was incredible,
2: and I think I we'll... do like. I, do, I was off to say one more thing. I do like when they get onto the bridge of the Enterprise and you're all like gushing over it. You have the next gen crew gushing over it, and then you have Worf. I preferred the weapons on the E I had much better phaser yeah, and weapons. Yeah, and... Troy turns around to him, he goes, and he realises that it's...
0: Yeah, it's perfect. And <laughs> what, what? don't forget, Worf has commanded the Defiant. So, you know, the Enterprise D's weaponry is not great. But no, Zoe I will not, Zoe. Yes, thank you, Zoe. Sure. Every, 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 garbage single, garbage. every single what? episode, what? he has a dig at it.
2: I I Hot enjoyed
0: garbage. season one as well, Zoe. I did. Hot garbage. It's not that It
1: should bad. be hardweight. Be uh, I, I wanna
2: put money on it that the Enterprise D with the torpedoes Georgie's is lo- is loading uh, up. Have, having loading up right at the end. Uh, better than anything else Starfleet has in indeed kicks ass. So well let's
0: move on then to we'll try and keep it brief, but <laughs> <laughs> Major predictions for next week. I'm going with right. Jack will somehow overpower the Borg Queen and be able to deactivate most of the Borg drones and the Enterprise D will be able to defeat whatever's left.
2: Right, I have my... And Geordi's going to die. I have my stupid answer, oh. and it uh, my less stupid answer than I have my real predictions, but my stupid answer is we got told at the start of this season... That this would be a tie up for DS9 and Voyager as well as Next Generation. And apart from scene two, Buck, we haven't had anything for Voyager this season. So I'm going to go full in that it's going to get timey, oh, why And not have to... happened, and Shaw's okay.
1: <laughs> so it's going to be a rewrite. Voyager
2: <laughs> oh, it did do that a lot. <laughs> my prediction. Voyager, we, we did time travel episodes and every single time travel episode of Voyager never happened. Yeah,
0: we worked out that Voyager actually didn't take them seven years to get back <laughs> because the amount of episodes that didn't happen is frankly so quite strange. Facebook users
1: with me, they said, I cried, that's talking about season one. Anyway, my prediction is that because uh, you guys k- seem hell-bent on one of the next-generation crew dying. Now, I don't want any of them to die, but my prediction is if you're going to have one of them die, you have a wonderful episode, they explore everything. Obviously, they sort out the day, and then Picard, to save the day, somehow sacrifices himself. We don't need to see Data sacrifice, I'm sacrifice gonna say, himself I'm going to say you can't again. kill a
0: major TNG character more well, well, than let let once.
1: Me, let me finish, let me finish. They have him die, and then just as he's dying, he gives this emotional Picard-like speech about how his friends have been the best of him and how um, his legacy lives on through Jack. It's going to be, we're, we're going to have tears in our eyes and then he's going to go, and I'm sorry for season one and then dead. That's going to be it.
0: Yeah, it'll get very meta-textual. No.
2: And... <laughs>
1: um,
2: wait, it might be been you, I was speaking to James. But Georgie's the one who dies to save his daughters. I agree. And it gives Data the same perspective of losing a friend that Georgie went yeah. through. And it gives I, him that I, Yeah, that, that could be very
1: poignant. I, yeah. I hope not. I, I think Bacardi is the natural because he's the one least likely. He's the one who. He wanted to use this to wrap up the card, really. It, you know, um, he's talked about this in an interview quite a bit. So Far it wouldn't make sense if he died at the end because it's not likely yeah, but, to be Yeah, in yeah but they've got um, the fifth movie to make after this. Mm. I'd love it, but I I can't (laughs) see it happening. And this would seem like a lovely wrap. I don't
2: know if if you could beat this. What you don't think with them moving into movies with a Section Thirty-One movie? I mean, it's not a movie. movie, movie. It's a TV
0: movie, but (laughs)
1: but I'm just um, not sure how you do everything they've done in this and then do. No, I don't think you
0: do. I I think TNG suffered because it had a perfect TV finale and then didn't stick the ending with. with the movies and now it's got the thing yeah Paul laris yeah laris is waiting there
2: away i, I want Ed. Uh, i'm i'm with emma on this i want picard to have his happy ending yeah and he goes off with laris Yeah, it's, it's the ending not, with Laris. it's not getting back with Bev. they've got a son that's fair enough but it's not getting back with Bev. i want him to have his happy ending with laris and yet He'll have
0: a kid with a now. It'd sorry, be I'm funny sorry, if I he think, got
2: back to Laris I and think, she's like, you've got a
0: son. I'm not ready for that level of commitment. And
1: <laughs> I, I just think Laris giving him a happy ending would be too pornographic for Star Trek. I assume that's... <laughs> what
0: That'd meant. be Patrick Stewart's version. Like, I've seen everything.
1: <laughs> and Whoa, I saw everything. <laughs> and then the clothes fell off.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Jim gets the exit line of the episode. There you go.
0: <laughs> right. So, yeah, we'll wrap it up there then. I think it's fair to say everyone... Not just us. Everyone is incredibly
2: excited. Bev could be a
1: chance. that would be good... Oh, we've we said... Let's just... And, and can
2: we just end on the warning once again? Yeah. Do not use episode, the internet. Episode 10 is being shown in America in certain theaters, movie theaters, tonight. Yeah. So it's going to be worse than normal, avoiding spoilers. Yeah. So just try to avoid spoilers because none of us want to ruin it. None of us want it ruined for us. And,
1: and if you go out of your way to tell us spoilers, we will end you. Mm. You think Liam Neeson's got a certain set of skills. Try three nerds when we are properly motivated. We will, <laughs> we will destroy you and everyone yeah, you ever Yeah, no
0: spoilers and we will all be incommunicado until yeah, the, we've seen the, the
2: first spoiler. The first thing you get from Retrip Podcast. Will be next Tuesday when we post the thumbnail for the episode. Will mean, we'll, I'd, I'd be very really surprised if none of you haven't seen it by then.
1: <laughs> for the next 24 hours, we will be living under assumed names in tribes heretofore undiscovered by man. That's, That's our it. Mission.
2: And yes. Yeah, I so. tell you, do you know what was annoying this week when we talk about spoilers? In model Star Trek modeling group, someone posted spoilers on the bloody friday Ooh. of the enterprise d that's going. oh look at this That's been done and it is and, and they got bought and they go, "No, nice i can make alterations to my space stock i'm making it's like no that you're yeah, out of order yeah that's yeah, right. that's
0: very bad very bad indeed
2: and especially when that's only models you don't
0: post about tv shows exactly Right then, so if you want to get in touch with us, we will not reply until next Tuesday, but... We will reply, but we won't tell you
2: anything. RetrekPod at gmail.com,
0: on Twitter, at RetrekPod. Come and find us on Facebook, come and find us on YouTube. Be careful on YouTube, though, because Elliot nearly got spoiled there. Go directly to Elliot's page using the link...
2: I am building an FR class
0: Quark's treasure. There we go. And that's a yeah, very, very brand new hot off the press model is that. Um, and Dr. Squee, what's going on with the Dr. Squee show? Well, uh,
1: if you'd like Send to go to... Uh, sorry. sorry, Elliot, just for the second... Thing. Uh, if you'd like to yeah go to our youtube page at the moment i don't know what's coming up next week but if you go to youtube.com slash dr squee or facebook page you can see my interview with chesney hawks which i did yesterday and he was a pleasure a delight we got into a lot of mental health stuff which he's never i've never heard him talk about before it's really real pleasure
0: excellent yeah so i hope you all avoid the spoilers it, this promises to be a major major Star Trek event fingers crossed it's going to stick the landing but it's looking like it it's going to be something special so thanks for trekking with us this time and we will see you next time on the Retrek. thank you Go- drag off an LLAP